Welcome to Truth Behind Travel Podcast. My name is Dolores Semeraro, and this is my weekly show dedicated to hospitality and tourism professionals who want to restart the tourism and the travel industry with traveler-centric tools and insights and jump-starting their travel recovery journey starting today. Subscribe to the show to be the first to know when the next episode, full of tips, tools, and strategies on travel recovery, goes out. Hello and welcome, Truth Behind Travel Podcast today is hosting a very special guest and I can't wait to open up the floor to this incredible conversation. If you're listening to the podcast for the very first time, well, this episode will make you want to grab a notebook and a pen. Believe me, my guest today will be sharing what exactly makes a trip the greatest of all and how For those of you working in the tourism industry, you can make sure that you are there to create just that for your guests or your clients. Particularly when it comes to creating a memorable experience, what is it that you need to invest on? Where do you need to allocate that next budget? And what are the trends you absolutely must, and I repeat that, must keep an eye on? Today on the show, I'm joined by the VP Global Partner Marketing at Expedia, Troy O'Brien. Troy and I had a fantastic conversation about what technology should be embraced across the industry, what do we need to know to stay on top of the tech game, and so much more. So, without further ado, let's welcome Troy O'Brien to Truth Behind Travel Podcast. Welcome back to the show and welcome, Troy. I'm so glad to have you here today. This has been one one of those interviews on the podcast that I've been wanting to do for a very long time. I'm a big fan of all the reports that Expedia issues on quarterly basis, if I'm not mistaken. And I've used a lot of that intel in many of the training programs that I that I run for the hospitality industry. So I'm so glad to have you here. Welcome. How are you? I'm wonderful. And, and thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to, to have this conversation as well, too. So been, been looking forward to it. Well, then get ready because we are going to have a very rich, if I can say, and insightful chat. So even for those listening to this podcast, sit tight because we are going to talk about the GOAT mindset and, and travel trends for 2022. We're going to talk about um, what matters to today travelers through their digital behavior. So what do they do online and how can we read that behavior in the industry? But before we go into all that, I would like you, Troy, to share a little bit about your professional journey and how did you come to where you are today with Expedia? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's it, the journey is definitely a way to explain it. And so, um, currently, I'm the VP of Growth Marketing at Expedia Group, and working primarily with uh, our partners and and trying to help them succeed. Ultimately, leveraging the power of the Expedia Group platform. But as you said, many times that's about sharing some data as well, and the things and the trends that are happening. And so, sharing that with our our base of partners. So that they can, you know, position their offering to our base of travelers and and really, you know, adopt the things that are going to drive revenue today. And so, had a twenty year history in marketing. Always been fascinated with 
what motivates somebody to, you know, like trust and respect a brand to drive demand and to buy its products and services. And so my travel and hospitality experience started in 2004. I uh, bought my first beach rental and this was early, early days of, you know, the internet and all that kind of thing. And um, home away and Verbo and on those kind of offerings were out there. And at that time in the US, it was Craigslist as well. And so I started, you know, managing my property and marketing my property. And then that ended up buying another property. And then other people saw my success that I was doing and said, well, can you manage my property? I'm going to buy some. And then pretty soon it just got to be too much. And I said, okay, I really know. And, and the industry was changing too, is the expectations of the traveler from a host wasn't just like this side gig anymore. It was more responses and uh, real time on for questions. And you were rated on the platforms of how quickly you got back to your guests. And so I, I sold that and then uh, all my properties and I continued on my marketing career and started an agency ran the agency for nine years. And then after selling the, the agency, Expedia came and said, hey, we'd love some of the experience that you have in your marketing agency about working with high-tech B2B companies. We'd like to leverage that to build our B2B capability. And I thought it was a great opportunity to take all that I had learned in marketing, plus what I was learning in the hospitality industry and learned, and then accept the role at Expedia Group. So it's been a fun journey. Excited about what we have to come, and I, and I think you know Expedia really positioned of where we're going. Um, there's a lot of new things that are going to happen in the coming years. Well, we're seeing some of the, the almost like the beginning of those things happening as we speak, as people start to travel again, and they are voicing their new preferences or just simply a different way to travel. And for many that have been very much unable to travel for the last 20 plus months uh, due to everything that has happened and also travel restrictions and a lot of everything that is happening in the world at the moment and continues to happen. Um, I see that there's more desire. There's almost like this new, new wish to really make that dream travel come true and take no shortcuts. And one of the things that I noticed in, in one of the reports that you recently issued at Expedia was the so-called GOAT mindset, which means like stands for the greatest of all trips, if I'm not mistaken. And that really resonates with the way people are traveling today. They want to make that dream travel the best of all. And they spare no expenses or um, plan perhaps differently. And I would like you to, to share a little bit more about that and perhaps kind of starting from what makes a trip the greatest of all? So what, what do the operators need to know to make sure that they embrace it and they make that dream travel come true for their clients? Yeah, definitely. Um, love the concept of, of the goat mindset. And, you know, if you, you ask 10 different travelers, uh, you'd like to get 10 different responses because it's unique to us. Some would prefer a vacation rental on the beachside town. Well, others might look at, you know, I want a five-star hotel in an you know, urban metro area. And so it's, it's all different. But I think when we think about this from a hospitality 
um, mindset is really what we're trying to do is what's the end-to-end experience that we need to be able to provide that leads up to those travel during the travel and then after the travel. So it was that rememberable one, you know, what we all want out of our travel is memories. And so how can we enable that as providers? You know, for example, myself, um, we go on a family trip, a big one every couple of years. Our last one planned was 2020. It wasn't going to happen with the pandemic. And it was to go to Greece with some friends. And so this year though, you know, I've even put on my own goat mindset hat, if you will. And we've looked at this vacation that we've wanted to take for the last couple of years. The planning was, became bigger now. And we are actually extending for multiple days and multiple stops beyond what we originally had planned. So landing in Frankfurt, going to Athens, going to Santorini, Sicily, then a quick stop in Venice before um, going back to the U.S. And so that wouldn't have happened a couple of years ago. And so I have the same mindset myself. And what we've done is just looked at all sorts of research over the last couple of years and how can we look at different places and where do we want to go? And, and so we put on that gold, myself have put on that gold mine, goat mindset. And, you know, I'm having a longer trip than I would have had it before. We're going to more destinations and I'm spending more than I was before because I have some savings over the last couple of years. So I think that's what we all have to provide. We have to provide, or I guess benefit from in the hospitality uh, industry. And we can look at okay, how do we enable that experience for travelers? Because if we can enable that type of experience for the traveler, we all win. So you're saying that as an industry operator, whether I run a a business in the travel industry or in the hospitality industry, do I have to make sure that my my own direct clients have the opportunity to add on as much as they want or as much as they potentially can choose from uh, when they book their trip. So give them the opportunity, the possibility to, to add additional things and additional experiences to their travel. Yeah, definitely. And also just looking at the, you, you may have different types of accommodations and how are you highlighting those different types of accommodations that you have? We don't, you know, price is no longer the driver that we saw it before. And so it used to be, you know, base price, base room, that kind of thing. Now I'm willing to spend a little bit more because I'm, I've been looking forward to this experience for so much that I want to have maybe an upgrade, you know, every now and then. So I'm willing to pay for it and going to do it. So you can think about what kind of things that you can have. Obviously you can look at, you know, how do I extend this with activities and other things, or really highlight some of the local amenities that you have that's something that, you know, every provider can do. And so that they know, Hey, if I choose to go to this location, here's all the things that I can do by near uh, the place that I'm going to stay. I'm seeing a lot of trends in just communication today that I'm, I stay at a lot of different um, places and I've, you know, I was calculating out for this year so far, I've spent over a, a month of this year in some sort of accommodation, you know, whether that was a vacation rental um, facility, a home, or actually a hotel. And some of the things that I'm noticing now in, and from both all types of different properties is there's more communication in advance about that experience. Once you get there, Hey, Troy, I know that you're going to be checking in tomorrow. I just wanted to make sure that everything, you, you know, how to get here, 
all of, you know what uh, what time in the, everything's check-in is going to be. And then maybe they'll drop a little subtle hint too. Is like, once you get here, here's some of the things that you can do once you get, once you check in. And, that, and that's new. And I think that that's just happening with this trend is they understand or providers that are doing that are saying, ah, I understand that there's this expectation now because of the pent up demand. So let's make sure that I'm meeting it. It really speaks to me. If I think of my recent trip to Dubai, where I stayed in a hotel, where they gave me a super early check-in, but as I was already waiting in the lobby to have my room, they came in and they explained other things that I could do at the meantime, where there's a coffee shop there and that the pastry shop there and things that in a city hotel, I found them very odd in a way, because I never experienced them, but also refreshing knowing like, ah, oh, finally, somebody that cares, finally, somebody that really understands, okay, it's five o'clock in the morning. What could I want at this time of the, you know, at this hour? Exactly. And, and these are little drivers, you know, this, this moments where, as you said, pricing is not uh, the main driver as we speak now. Um, it, it will always guide that are certain choices for sure and certain level of accommodation. But if price, if pricing is not the main driver, we see already, we start to see some, some of the drivers that instead are creating the trends that we all need to look at for it, to adjust our offer in the hospitality and travel industry, but also at large, even at destination level when it comes to tourism industry. What are the main trends that you are for, seeing and that you're working on also collecting data and information for 2022 that we should be aware of. Yeah, we've, and you mentioned some of the reports that we do. And so we've, we've launched what we call the Expedia Traveler Value Index. But what we've done is we've, we partnered with a research firm and wide population. So, you know, 8,000 plus folks internationally in eight different markets to just really understand what those trends are. And so I'll highlight some of the, the key trends and talk about them. But one of the things, of course, is wellness. And this actually changed. You know, during the pandemic, it was all about connection with family and friends. But in the most recent survey or um, study that we did, it changed to all about, hey, I want to relax and disconnect. And that ranked higher of, um, uh, than seeing family and friends, which was kind of astonishing for us. You, know, you just think, oh, the first thing I want to do is family. But no, it was really just that disconnect, relax. And so we can all think about what kind of possibilities are we offering to get along that trend. The other one we're seeing is just high demand. Um, we saw that people are willing to spend more 50% we're going to planning to spend more than they did pre pandemic, but also make more trips. And so that's a, another trend that we're, that we're definitely seeing and saying, okay, well, how do we make sure that we're helping everybody capitalize on that trend? The, the other one was about experiences. And so, you know, in my own journey that I explained that was talking about in, in our trip that we're going to take this summer, Rather than just going to Greece, we're going to go to multiple places. And so what we saw in the study is that 57% plan to explore a new location or try a, a new experience that they've never done before. So I'm not just going to the same place that I'm going before. I'm going new or like in maybe in my case, I'm going to some place that I've been before. I've been to Italy, but I've never been to Venice. And so I want to go see Venice as well when I'm, when I'm in the area. And so that's one of the things that we're seeing. Of course, 
with this increasing spending that we have and the kind of the pent up demand that we all have for travel, we're seeing that expectations are higher than ever. You know, and, that, and that just happens. Anytime you expend more for something, you're like, well, I assume it should be better. So the experience that you have in Dubai and the experience that I've been having about just like the check-in experience, that's one little thing that we can all do that makes sure that we're meeting that expectations of just upon check-in, I have a, a huge expectation and great. It was met by just asking, hey, while you're waiting, would you like a coffee? We have expectations as industry operators. We have expectations towards what will happen in the future when it comes to what, what will my client want next. A lot of the operators are thinking that everything will just go back as it was before and they can just sit back. But truth is that the travelers, and in this case, the their digital behavior. So let's call, I don't like to call them consumers. I like to really, they're people. They're not, they're not there to consume anything. They really are just voicing their choices. And these choices, these preferences are, are voiced digitally. And they are therefore, therefore on the other side, we are reading that, that behavior and we are collecting data. So if you were to, to share what are how are they voicing their preferences today? What are they clicking on? What do they like the most? What do they do online that we should be aware of? Um, you know, some of the the top things that we're seeing overall, just in that whole booking experience, is just really the ease of the booking experience. And and so, how can I get the information that I want readily? Um, one of the things that's becoming more important post pandemic is reviews. And so how can I see the reviews and see the, the reviews that are happening now, kind of the top of the list. And so it's not always, you know, sort ranking the best review, but it's the newest. And so that booking process is really important, you know, obviously showing photos. Some of the research that we've, we've done before says that on average, a traveler will look at nine different photos before they make a decision. So, you know, make sure that you have some of the key things like, you know, the room, the beds, the, the. Uh, bathrooms, you know, the size really explain that the, the flexible policies is another thing that we're really seeing a lot to, today. And, and I can speak for myself is now when I'm doing my booking, as I mentioned, um, been a lot of time in ho hotels and different accommodations this year and the, having the non-refundable or sorry, having the refundable rates has been really important for me because things change or I'm coaching a baseball travel baseball team and we don't often know our schedule until the week of. And so I can't book a room that, I, you know, money is gone if I booked it a month in advance. And so that's really the, the thing that we're seeing there. Um, talked about the rating the reviews and of course the health and safety policies are still there. So keep them upfront, be upfront with where things at. If in your particular region, you don't have some of the amenities that you would have had just setting that expectations, because as, as we've discussed is expectations are elevated. So setting the proper expectation is really important. So when you arrive on site and you're like, oh, I was expecting there to be full dinner service or full meal service here or a bar, and you don't have that today. And also what those hours may be, they change. And so, because we're, we're dealing with some staffing things and challenges today. So just, just setting those expectations are, are some of the keys. So easy booking, flexible policies, are, and then around rates specifically, and then getting in those reviews and positive ratings post pandemic or during, you know, the later side of the pandemic and then health and safety procedures, just being upfront with what they are today. Sounds so simple, but in fact, 
you you just nailed a super important uh, behavior, digital behavior today, and that is the ease of booking. And I've seen it personally on some websites that, okay, some of the operators of the travel and, and tourism industry, they've invested the past two years in better technology to, to improve the performance of their website. And many others instead, they remained just the same with, a, I don't know how many clicks you have to go through before you actually get to book what you want. And how many hurdles in between? So the ease of booking, let's say, give me three clicks and I'll get the booking in. I think this is something that everybody should look into. How how many times do I have to click on something before I actually get to where I want to be on your website or on a third-party website to get the information and and fulfill exactly that, that desire to understand, okay, can I go there? Is this what I need? Is this what I'm looking for? in the shortest time possible. And because it's the shortest time possible, it's really just because the, 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 end, con- the, the end person on the other side of the computer uh, or on the other side of the net, as we all connect digitally nowadays, it's there really uh, on the whim of a click, so to speak. And that is what I call, like we were saying before, right? it's the speed they can be with you or, or leave you just there in, in, in a matter of seconds. So speed is absolutely important when it comes to bringing, bringing your ideal clients where you want them to be as fast as possible. And that needs an agile approach, an agile mindset from the industry side. So what kind of technology are we talking about? What, what can the operators do to really you know, stay on top of that game, or at least if they, if they're not, what, where can they start? I'll highlight that with some of the things that we've really been investing in as well, too, because, you know, speed, absolutely. You're, you're right on is, is speed's important, but it's still, um, there's some fun in shopping for travel. And so it is part of the, that fun that was shopping for travel and, and, you know, seeing yourself in that destination or seeing others in that destination. And I want to have the same memories that they had. One of the things that we we've introduced recently is trip trip boards. And so it's the, you know, the idea that somebody can organize and create and save different itineraries together in their profile. They can even share it to others that they're thinking about traveling with. And so it's that experience of booking is, is really important to folks. And they want to be able to say, hey, what if I did this, this, and this and planned it all out in my trip board, or then I changed something. And so that's one of the things that, although speed's important on the, once I get to transaction, the planning stage is something that we need to be providing to um, all of the, of the travelers. You know, right now we're seeing one in three trips on uh, Verbo. So that's our uh, vacation rental um, platform is booked as a result of a trip board. And so that is pretty powerful since, since the pandemic. And so how do you really enable the whole shopping experience and the sharing experience of, of what you're booking? There's also the confidence that comes into, and, you know, speed is going to happen with confidence. So if I feel confident that I'm getting the right price or the, I value the price that I'm, I'm getting for this particular um, booking that I'm going to have, whether it's on an air, you know, car cruise or, or accommodations. And so one of the things that we've enabled is price tracking. 
And so somebody can turn on one, you know, you can turn on price, price tracking to get a notification that says if prices go up and down, you know, when to book, and it will also show you a history of the prices for that particular thing that you're looking to book. So you can feel confident. Am I getting a decent price? Or all of a sudden I get a notification and prices are going up. Well, I better book now because I want to make sure that I still get a, a decent um, rate. And so those are some of the, just the things that we're doing on the speed side. The other thing that we're all having conversations about, I know across the industry is, you know, how can I be smarter about what this traveler may want? And so using AI or using history that they have with us to say, you know, they always book this type of accommodation. They're looking for this type of um, seat on their plane. You know, they want to sit row or aisle and all of those things that if you can, and we're, and we're enabling some of that capability with our smart shopping is be able to essentially predict, here's what you're likely to book. And so you can scan it quickly rather than have to go through as many clicks and steps that you talked about and said, yep, you've got it right. Great. Let's book it. And so those are all different things that I, I think as an industry we can look at is how do I enable that shopping experience with, with things like trip boards? How do I make sure that they feel good about it with you know, price uh, predictions and then a better, just smarter shopping experience by taking your history and saying, would you like to do that again? So it's more of a an integration with more automation, more automated processes that could support and scale the the type of you know the multiple offers and multiple products that the industry can put forward at the same time absolutely yeah definitely seeing that in many cases people have have used a lot of the industry researchers and everybody was so quick at putting out surveys and trends and ex, um, predictions and projections of what travel will look like in the future and i've always been quite quite you know, has stayed a bit aware of, you know, step aside from all these big predictions, because I think that there's a lot going on still. And there's a lot of change. There's a lot of um, parts and movements and different countries are reopening and reapproaching um, their tourism businesses and their tourism potentials differently. So change, it's almost a constant, which it's kind of a contrast, but it really is something that we need. We are getting used to. We're getting used to to work with change in mind. So what works now might not work tomorrow. And, and this is the base, I think, in, in building that agile mindset in the industry. And with that mindset, you can build a better tourism framework that enables every operator at every step of the way to put their to put what they do forward, you know, whether they are putting an experience forward, a hotel room forward or uh, anything really. And, and I feel for those operators that can't keep up with technology and those who that, for example, have embraced it and have implemented, you know, touchless technology and all that, that even removed, I, I was reading about, I was reading about this hotel, I think it's in Budapest, if I'm not mistaken, that, Basically, you check in, there is nobody. It's a completely automated hotel where you book online your room to city hotel. So you book, you go there, everything happens with a, a, a touch screen or and, and you, the, your key is, is a code. There's nobody in the hotel. So you, you only order 
if you order some room service, for example, somebody delivers it, but you really don't connect with anyone. And I wonder, is this what we call the future of hospitality? Well, I hope not, because for me, this is the industry of people, for people. That's all. That's what it is. But if we have to embrace technology, what technology should we embrace? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a big question in that I think it always comes back on, on any sort of technology investment is, you know, do I build or do I buy, you know, and, and what do I go with there? But also looking more holistically at, at what your offering is, is what can I be the best at? And what you described in, you know, an experience there in Dubai and some of the other conversations that we've had is a lot of, you know, travelers are just looking for the experience today. And so, yes, the check-in experience has to be smooth. That can be frictionless with, you know, an attendant at the front desk, or that can be frictionless with some sort of touchscreen technology. But what is the memory that I'm going to have when I'm when I'm there? I think is is what we need to really think about, and not necessarily the whole the transaction process, if you will. And so that's where I would be making my investments because those are the things that are going to get more positive reviews. Those are the things that are going to get somebody to come back there yet again. Those are the things that are going to get the, you know, the Instagrammable moments, if you will, that I'm taking pictures of it. I loved it. And so now my friends are going to see it. When my friends and family see it, they're going to want to go to that same sort of place. Give you an example. My daughter has been um, asking me lately because she saw something, I think it was on TikTok. And so she saw something that there was a Stranger Things themed hotel. She loves Stranger Things, you know, it's a show. And so there's a whole hotel room that's themed around this. And she's like, when can we go? And this is just what she wants. And I've actually been considering it's that's fun. a little bit far of a trip, but that's kind of the, the back of investing in that experience is so important. And then from a technology standpoint, if you're a smaller provider and a smaller operator, you know, looking at where can I, can I partner up? on some of those capabilities. And obviously that's something that we're trying to do at Expedia Group is say, where can we be a platform of technology that are that various operators can leverage? And that's really a shift from us in, in our position is rather than be a booking agent, if you will, an, an online travel company, how can we be a platform and an open platform that, that they can leverage our technology to be able to utilize in their business? And if that technology, as you said, can leverage, we, we mentioned, we just briefly touched on early on during the conversation, it's the fact that you go somewhere, you go on a trip, and then you love it or you don't, and then you write a review, which hopefully to the hopes of many in the industry, it, it, you know, want, it's, it's, it's got to be a good one. But then sometimes it's also not so good. So it, we've, we've shifted from you know, when we look up to things and we get inspired, we trust, we, we, we follow, we shifted into, we don't look up anymore. We look left and right. We look to our peers. And that's just simply because people started to share and their voices online, obviously sharing digitally, became stronger and stronger and became more and more convincing. So that P2P, so, so to speak, peer-to-peer um, level of communication, how is that leveraged at, at Expedia? How is that um, incorporated and embraced on the platform? 
Yeah, I, I think one of the great examples of, of really being able to leverage that is, is the trip board com- concept that I was talking about is because exactly. I can go in and I can build for myself a, here's the accommodations that I want to look at. And I, I did this recently for a spring break trip. And then I sent it over to my wife and, you know, I said, here's what I, I put together. Here's the places that we'd stay and a couple different options for us. And she was able to give me feedback right there and say, no, I like that one. Don't like that one. Now that was just within our family. But if you had an extended family or others that you were going to be traveling with is you can do the same kind of thing and, and, and share that experience. And so that's one example of just doing that. Obviously we've all had reviews and reviews have been there forever, but I think there's much more that we can do and just um, capturing the memories that people are having on their experiences and when they travel and how do we share those? I think that that's some of the, you know, kind of the future trend and, and how do we enable that kind of ability to be able to share the experience. And so not just how do I help on the booking experience, but how do I show the experience that I had when I went traveling, when I went to my destination and then being inspire, able to inspire of, others, for example. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and so we have to look at long-term at that right now. I, I think the way to, you know, that's happening a lot and we see it on, you know, social platforms like Instagram and others in, in other regions of the world of, you know, WeChat and Lime and others. So that's, that's something so, because I think we're all going to be, um, promoting or selling the the promise and the benefits and the memories and the experience of travel. And so as we're all doing that, the industry, others are going to say, I want to go experience that as well. There's almost like a, an imitation phase that comes after the planning phase and comes, I, I would say it comes right in between the planning phase and the decision phase. So it's like, I'm planning, planning, planning. Then I see what others are doing. Then, then something kicks in. It's, it's some might call it an imitation phase uh, where I look at what others are doing and I'm like, oh, I want to do that. Uh, just like your daughters, look, your daughter look at the hotel uh, with the theme from the TV series. So I think there is an opportunity there to to leverage on the re- not. Let's not just call them reviews, but these are real feedback that is so powerful. And if we can put that at the forefront of our marketing message, particularly when we come when we talk about restarting travel, bring that experience forward, putting it putting under the spotlight. Don't put your product under the spotlight. Put that experience and have your ideal travelers or, or you know your your most wanted customers looking look at that and say look what others are saying about us and what are they experiencing with us yeah and that's i think you're spot on is really what we what we need to do is really first and foremost is invest in that traveler and invest in their experience and that's something you know we're making that pivot as well at Expedia group. And so you're seeing it with obviously some of the research that you said that you've been doing, that's relatively new. We didn't always do that kind of research. And so we're, we're using more of the research that we're doing, but also all the transaction data that's happening across all of our brands and the platforms and sharing that back with our partner community and sharing it back with the industry as a whole to say, how do we better it? Because regardless of where somebody books, stays or whatever, we don't want the bad experience to be there because then it, we've all had them, but then that just kind of cascades as well. We want to talk about the great experiences that we all had and then more people do it. And now it, 
know, if travel becomes more accessible to more people, then it's going to be and continue to be a thriving industry. Our chairman has, you know, said multiple times, and it was kind of, it became one of the themes that was just a statement that was made at Explore. And it was where there's life, there is travel. And so that just really on the essence of the experience that you're talking about, we want a journey, but we want to have an amazing experience and we want to tell other people about it. And that's what, that's what makes travel great. I love that. I think it really, if it, if something could be written in my DNA, it's probably something like that, that if there is life, there is travel. I've packed my bags for the very first time, literally 25 years ago, nearly 23. Um, and, and just, I just went, I never came back. I actually just came back to Europe after 20 plus years being um, living abroad in multiple places. So that was life and life, it was a life traveled in a way. And um, it brought me so, many, so much experience. And that's one of the reasons why I launched this podcast to help others restart their businesses in, in this industry, because that's the industry I love and I, I want to help. There is something actually at the time of this recording that you also at Expedia are investing and launching in. And I really want you to, to share a little bit more about it. Yeah, we've, we've decided to launch our own podcast. And so we're launching a podcast named Powering Travel. And it's just to discuss with industry leaders the latest trends in powering the, in the travel and the hospitality industry overall. And our very first guest on our very first show is uh, Dennis Shaw. You may have heard of him. He was the founding executive editor for Skiff and is and has been in the industry for more than 20 years, sharing his insights on where travel is headed. And so it's a uh, an active conversation, lots of energy. And so that one's out now. And so please listen to it. It's available on all major platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google Play. So whatever your preference is of podcast listening, it'll be there. We will do it. I love the title, Power in Travel. There is there is so much power in travel. It's so true. I will be linking the episode, the launch episode into the show notes for all the podcast listeners. Really want to thank you about the opportunity to come on the podcast and um, share all these insights. Appreciated the, the conversation today. It also very engaging and love, you know, hearing a little bit about your, your experience in um, travel. And I think that you have a lot to learn from as far as where we can all invest in that experience side of things. Um, our most recent brand campaign was all for Expedia was all about, we're all made to travel. And so believe we are. And so let's get out there and, and enjoy enjoy those experiences. Thank you. And thank you so much for being here with me. And uh, let's speak again soon. Take care. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. Don't forget to head over to the show notes and grab that link and get on the very first episode of Expedia's own podcast. And as we just mentioned during today's conversation, share your feedback. Why not? With a review. You can do the same on this episode too. I would love that. The link is in the show notes as well as all the handles you need to get in touch with me. So what's your social media of choice? I'm there. I so look forward to hear back from you on this episode review page. And until next time, be well and enjoy traveling.